This is the Two Lights Podcast. Join me, Robert Nicolato, and my wife, Crystal Nicolato, as we explore the words and principles of the truth that illuminate the direction and the steps on the path of life. Good morning, sweetie. Good morning. How are you? Good. Well, um, so we wanted to continue our talk about um, body, soul, and spirit. Right. So last time the question came up, you asked it a couple times. It's like, okay, so what's the spirit? Right. If it's if the soul and the spirit are not the same thing, what's the spirit? Right. Because when people talk about soul, very often they're talking about mind, will, and emotions. And so then, so then, what on earth is the spirit? Or I don't even know if people are people just. I only reference the soul as like it goes to heaven, it goes to hell. Uh-huh. You know, that's the part that needs to be saved and regenerate. Yeah. And so that's like. When I think of soul, that's what I think of, because that's the only thing I hear people in the Christian world referring to it as. Well, Like soul winners, right. eternal soul, heaven right. or hell. So it's like, oh, the soul is the part that's eternal. Right. And so, but, so that, but I don't even know if people talk about what is that, though. Right. Like, what is the soul? It's just like the thing that's eternal. But right. it's like, what thing? Right. <clears throat> and so like what we talked about last time, soul, the Greek word for soul is psyche. That's where we get our, where we actually get our word psychology from. Just super weird. So it's basically like when you go to a psychologist, they're ministering to your soul. Yes. Which I would never, I would be like, oh, they're ministering to my emotions or my brain. Right. And I don't think of that as my soul. Right. Yeah. The, so then that does leave open the question. So one tarnation is the spirit. You know, okay, so what is, what's what's that part? And I thought it was... Um, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, he, he refers to the spirit or spiritual things as wind. And so I think that's an important aspect to not think of the spirit. And I think most of us don't think of it as a physical thing. And so that makes it difficult to define. Right, it's not like an arm or hair color. Right, it's or like, like a tree or a rock. It's like, oh, look. Right, the spirit doesn't have form. Right, and so, but neither does the wind. And yet we all know what the wind is. Right, or gravity or things like that. Right. right. It's like, ob- like no one's going to say it's not there. Some things are identified by the results. Right, the fruit. Yes. And yeah, you mentioned that last time, and that's, that's a very good way of looking at But uh, when we say fruit... The, that's a very churchy word. Fruit meaning like the evidence, the outworking of the thing. Right. Like the my house blew down. Right. Well, that was the wind. Right. It wasn't seen, but it was obviously so powerful, and no one's going to say it just blew down. Right. When, on a still day. And very often when, uh, like in the Old Testament in Job, when his uh, children were, were killed, a wind came... F- and smote the four, it says smote the four corners of the home and it fell and they were all killed. Right. That word is the word spirit. It's actually the same word. Right. And so maybe the spirit's most often identified as the wind. Yes. 
and but it's 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 a direct correlation like just like the wind you can't see but it moves right the spirit you can't see but it moves right and so you're going to see an evidence of it right it's it's an it's not an embodied thing but the evidence is super clear if right. it's like the wind right so that's how we're going to know what the spirit is right and so like what you were saying in in Ephesians it says so how do you know what um, and, and so, so actually, you want to distinguish then between the spirit of a man and the Holy Spirit. Right, that's what I, yeah. So that's actually something that you want to distinguish. Right, especially in an unregenerate or non-Christian person, what is the spirit? Right. So we want to talk about, I think, not the Holy Spirit. Right, I think, no, it's body, soul, and spirit. Right. So like, what is the spirit of the a person? The spirit of man. Well, yeah, and it even says in the New Testament, the spirits of the dead. Yes. The spirits of the dead will rise. Uh Oh, yeah. When people talk about seeing dead people Uh or whatever, like people that talk to the dead, quote unquote, Uh they only talk about talking to spirits. They're Uh never talking about talking to souls. Like there's even that Halloween store where you get costumes and it's called spirit. Right. It's not called soul. Right. So people talk about spirits. Yeah. And they don't talk about souls when they're talking about... Well, the spirits are more associated with disembodied... Right. ...ghosts idea. So a a something that is not physical anymore... Right. ...but is still alive. Right. Well, I should say... Like Alive's Saul. not the right word. Like Saul <laughs> that brought up the spirit of Elijah... Um, no, it would have been Samuel. Oh, right, Samuel. He brought the spirit of Samuel. Yes, yeah. Not the soul. That's correct. See, that's really weird to me. Well, if when you start thinking about body, soul, and spirit and how they all connect, this actually starts making more sense. Mm-hmm. Let's go to... Oh, actually, first of all, I wanted to correct something. So we talked about... Um, Second Timothy one seven last time. Would you would you read that? Mm-hmm. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. Right, and so very often in Christian culture, God has not given you a spirit of fear. Is actually how another translation right. says. Yeah. It. Right. That's kind of a goofy translation right. there. Um, but a spirit of Power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. So, very often, I've heard said, say there that, oh, you, it's that the spirit of fear is actually an exter- is like an external demonic force. I've not heard that often. I feel like people... Well, I've heard it enough for it to be ridiculous. Right, but I, most people I know would not. Right. It's well, just a select. Field. How can you know that that's not what it's saying? Right there in the Well, verse. it's a capital S. Okay. In this translation. Because this says, for the spirit God gave us, and spirit is capital. Yes. I actually don't know or think it's capital in the other translation. I don't know that. For God did not give us a spirit of fear. Okay. I don't ever remember that being capital. But But look at what the rest of the verse says. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So, are there spirits of power? 
are there spirits of love? Yes. Like, and, and when I'm saying spirit, I'm using it like ghost. Right. Is there a ghost of fear? Is there? See, when you right. put it like that, right. then it's like, no, that's that's ridiculous. Is is there a ghost of power? Right. Is there a ghost of love? No, he's talking about the, the overall uh, the sense man's of the person. spirit. Yes. Yes. Right. Like the overall, yes quality of the individual right it's like the spirit of you like what defines you yes. is not fear yes if it's if that is what's defining you that's not from god right right but so then you're saying well who is that from then uh, explain that what do you mean so okay it says for god did not give you a spirit of fear yes so if you have a spirit of fear who gave that to you well i think it could come from above and of different sources i mean let so, I'm afraid of heights. Right. I, I I have a hard time saying that anyone made me be afraid of heights. Right. Maybe when I was a kid, I fell off the stairs and whacked my head real good. Right. And now I'm afraid of heights. So, I mean, I, it doesn't necessarily, I guess what you're saying is, does that mean it comes from another source? Like a right. demonic source. Right. It's very possible. But... I, I, he's not actually defining that there. Right. He's just talking about if you have a propensity to fear, you know, so like you're, you're oriented toward fear, uh, that's not actually how God would have you right. be oriented. Right. But he's actually, he would orient you towards power right. and love and a sound mind. Well, I feel like it's also saying if you have that, it's not from God. Yes. Yes. So it's like these other things are from God. So yes. if you have this, it's not from God. Right. Right. So I wanted to clarify that. That very often, and, and there's there's a certain sectors of the Christian community um, that would say that wherever you find that word spirit... It's talking about a ghost type, demonic or angel or angelic uh, thing that is influencing you externally. Like fear is just a, is just a demonic influence, right? And so all you have to do is rebuke the rebuke the fear, right? Which on some level it's like I could track with, but on the other hand, then it's taking away your personal responsibility to correct it, right? Is what I feel like, right? Like, was it always the devil or is it you? Right. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're always rebuking, then you're never correcting. Right. Well, why would the disciples then be talking about your personal responsibility throughout the entire New Testament if there was no responsibility there for right. you to be taking? Right. Yeah. Well, and then in verse 8 of that chapter, so it says, For God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. So this mm -hmm. is Paul speaking to Timothy. Yeah. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Yeah. So he's telling Timothy, don't be ashamed about Jesus or of me being in prison. Yeah. So that's clarifying what he's talking about here in particular, where he's saying God did not give us a spirit of fear. Because right. Timothy's probably tempted to fear about suffering. For the gospel's sake. Yep. And he's saying no. Yep. Yes. And so he's, and so it's almost like um, he's, so your attitude of fear, but he's actually st even appealing to how I would understand the soul to be. You know, 
He's, he's giving him rational reasonings in order for him to orient himself spiritually. Right. And so that's actually a direct correlation to the way the soul and the body and the spirit interact with one another. Mm -hmm. it, it seems. So let's go to um, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 47. The first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthly, such are they also that are earthly. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Yeah. And there's other translations that would refer to that as first Adam and second Adam. Right. So, and so that's reaching right back to the to creation and when there was Adam and Eve. And like Romans 5, we're yeah. talking about the first Adam and the second. Right, exactly. So Adam was like the earthly... Jesus. Yes. And so he was earthly. Right. So he was soul-oriented toward earth. His soul was oriented toward earth. His thoughts... His attitude was primarily earth. When Jesus came, and this would be the second Adam, he was spiritual, primarily. Did so, Jesus have a soul? Yes, he did. So, uh, the the orient, so like, your soul is either toward earth or toward heaven. I thought your soul would either be towards heaven or hell. No. Well... That would be a result. That that would be the end result. Okay. Because once you've been separated from your body, then at that point, either you reap heaven or you reap hell. Okay. So that, that would be the result of it. Okay. But a Christian soul is supposed to be oriented toward heaven. Right. So the idea of earthly life in heavenly life, how does that connect? That connects through the soul. And so I was reading um, an article by Watchman Nee, and he had a very, I thought, decent illustration of how that would look. So if you take a light bulb, you have the filament, right? And, and the material that makes up the light bulb. Let's call that earth. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So those are all physical things. You have the energy, which translates through the filament. Right. That That's where the power is. Right. And, and very often you see, you know, spirit and power being right. equated. Right. Light would be the result. So like almost like it's alive. Right. Would be soul where you have the result of spirit flowing through the material, you get this, this third element, right. soul, right. a living soul. Right, so the filament has to be there, the spirit has to flow through it. Right. So it's like body plus soul equals spirit. Yes. So each part is there. Or body plus spirit equals soul. Is what that's right. Like. Well, in, in 
that the life is in spirit, though. Right, but the end result is the soul. Right. Right. And, and But all three elements actually are... Oh, yeah, you wouldn't get the end result. Co-joined. Right. If you didn't have the body, there'd no, be no spirit to work through. Right. But if there's no spirit to work through, there would be no soul. Right. And so let's think about this. The more energy that is flowing through the filament, the what brighter happens? The soul will be. The brighter it is. The more it is functioning according to its purpose as being a light bulb. Right, being efficient. Yes. Not wasting energy, not having kinks in the filament, having right. it be a clear... Right. Like when you're spraying your garden and your hose gets kinked. <laughs> yes, yes. So annoying. Yes. Right. <laughs> every day morning. So it's like, yeah, having that flow be absolutely clear and efficient. You're right, yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting way of looking at it to where right. you've got all three elements. And because you've got the two, spirit and body, you get this third element that flows, kind of flows out of it. Well, that's exactly like my hose. The hose is the body. The water coming through is the spirit. And oh. coming out the end of the hose is the soul. Right. You'd think it'd be spirit coming out, but it's the spirit in connection with the body that makes the soul. Right. Yep. Yep. Because it's spirit flowing all the way through, but as soon as it comes out, it's soul. Mm -hmm. Hey, that works. Um, I've been thinking about my hose, man. Yeah, right. So, yeah, what's what's the story behind that? It's just so our uh, podcast people understand. We're cheaper than dirt, <laughs> and we <laughs> rescue hoses from garbage cans because people get rid of hoses. Huh. And we're like, oh, we could fix it. And I found out that I have other... Uh, thrifty friends who do the same, so I'm at least not alone because we don't want to spend money on hoses. Which I'm like, why? <laughs> Anywho, but I'm like, uh -oh. this year's hose is gonna I mean, be dad's in trouble. This year's hose is gonna be better. Last year's was like, I was having character problems over this hose. <laughs> to kill this. So anyway, this year's hose looks better. I think we got the box from somebody's garbage, but it looks nicer. And then like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's still constantly getting kinked. Yeah. And then, you know it's kinked, too. I might not always see it, but when I spray, and it's half. Nothing comes out. No, or yeah. it's half water Really pressure, low pressure, yep. You know something's not right. Like yeah. what you were saying about the efficiency and the... Yeah. Well, the interaction of the three elements is more like what I'm getting toward. Well, that's exactly what the hose is, though. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't have the outer hose, yeah. which is like the body, you have no place to house the water. Right. Or just be like... A geyser. Right. You have to have the outward hose, which is the body. Right. You have to have the water going through it, which yeah. is the spirit, or nothing will come out the end. Right. But then you have to have the end work to where the spirit can come out and be the soul. Right. And actually water my plants. Yes. So if I do not have all three elements, it won't work. Right. Have to have the body of the hose, have to have the spirit of the water flowing through, and it has to actually come out the other end right. efficiently like the soul. Right. Right. And if there's kinks, if it's not efficient, if it's taking too long to get through the hose, yeah, then the the sole result is junky. Right. Yeah. So, in First uh, Corinthians, there, the, he's really zeroing in on the fact that Jesus was spiritually oriented versus soul or uh, body oriented, which is Adam. So you know, Adam. And the 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 race of Adam is right. We're we're so earthly that it's 
um, it's distracting to us from the spiritual body. Right. And so, like, the more that you are, uh, and I, I like that light bulb idea, the more you are oriented, your soul, so like your 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 thoughts, your your intents are oriented toward earth, it's like the dimmer you could say that the spirit gets. And but the more that you are oriented towards spirit, the more you get both, Or heaven, you mean. Or heaven, yes. The more you get the all three elements working like like they're designed to work. Right. I felt like today we really wanted to zero in on the fact that there are three elements. I, th- I felt that it was important to highlight that the spirit is not an embodied thing. That's why ghosts and that's how we understand them like we would understand wind. You see the evidence of it. That's how you know it's there. Well, that's like when Jesus resurrected and came in through the... Uh, he walked through the wall and they mm. thought it was a ghost. Yeah. Or when Jesus was walking on the water. Yes. And they thought he was a ghost. Yes. But why did they think he was a ghost? Because he would have been a person then. Well, he was doing something that... The only non-people Right. Do. Right. So he was doing something that would be not flesh. Right. But it looked like flesh. Right. Doing something non-flesh And so it was does. really confusing. Right. So it has to be a, a spirit. Right. Because sometimes spirits look a certain way, I think. Well, we're not saying that he was a spirit. Right. He was actually still a body. they thought he must be a spirit because people don't do. Right. But he was was doing something that a spirit would do. So spirits can have bodies, but they're not real. Because can't people say, I see spirits? I mean, they thought Jesus was a spirit even though they saw him. Because they're saying people can't do that. So it must be a spirit, even though they saw him. And he looked like a person. I mean, I don't know how we verify that one way or another. You know what I'm saying, though? Like when Saul called up the spirit of, of Samuel, did he see him? That's actually... I mean, he was aware of him in some way. You know, I'm saying, can spirits ever embody something? Well, we have evidence of that in demonic possession. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. So maybe spirits sometimes do have some form of a body, but it's just not a real one. Well, you you're actually evidence of that yourself. Right. You are you have a spirit. Right. But if I'm talking about when people are like, "Oh, I'm talking to spirits or something." Right. When, well, that what's that's what makes us unique as human from angels. Angels are spirits, but they do not have physicality. But what about the angels that appeared to people? They didn't have bodies? Uh, that's actually not a part of the text. I, I don't know what they were. Because you know they always draw pictures of angels as looking like people. Mm-hmm. Like the angel that appeared to Mary. Right. The angel that appeared to the shepherds. The angels, I mean... Well, the texts will actually say that they, were, they look like men. It does say that. Yeah. So sometimes spirits can have some sort of body. Right. Well, it says that um, uh, the that Satan, that the devil, can actually appear in many physical forms. And so, I mean, to appear to have form is one thing. To actually have a physical body is quite another thing. But you could appear to have that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Um, hopefully that clarifies some stuff. We're, we're, I think we're zooming in a little bit more on this. I think we'll call that a day. Sounds good. All right. You have been listening to the Two Lights Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating. If you did not enjoy this podcast, feel free not to give us any rating at all. We would like to keep our rating up at five if we can. Tell your friends and don't forget to subscribe. And from the Nicolato house to yours, we thank you. Thank you.